Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Search, Deploy, Commit. This is Jack, and I'm here with the one and only creator of Warzone, Fizzer. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Well, thank you for having me. I've been uh, listening to your podcast. I think you do a great job with it. I like the vibe. Awesome. Great. Yeah, it's been something we've been wanting to, to have you on for a little bit, and uh, glad we could put it together. Everybody's busy, and uh, I'm sure you are as well. So <laughs> uh, I, I like to kind of start things off at the beginning of the interview, kind of getting into the beginning of, of the game itself, uh, especially for you, obviously, as the maker of the game. There's lots <laughs> of questions, but I think this is a good place to start is how did you come about you know, making Warzone or, or at the time, you know, probably it's called something different, but yeah, it was called Warlight when it launched, but um, yeah. So I was, this is way back in uh, 2008. Um, I was, you know, I was invited some risk game with uh, the coworkers that I was working at the company at the time. And uh, we all got really into it. We were all playing online and I liked the game, but uh, I didn't like their implementation of it. Like the one I was playing at the time, was really primitive and the interface kind of sucked. And the whole time I was playing it, I was just frustrated with the interface. And I'm just thinking like, hey, I could do so much better. And so <laughs> one day I did, I just started working on it. And when I started working on this game, I thought I was really just going to play a few games with my friends and then move on to something different. But mm. once I did that, I had so much fun working on it. I just kept adding to it and kept adding a bunch of features and a whole bunch of ideas for things I wanted to add. And my friends invited their friends and it just kept growing. And that's basically just been it. I just keep adding to it and it just keeps growing. That's how we got to where we are today. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and obviously I, I was I was there for your most recent AMA and I just really appreciated, you know, how open you are to answering questions. And, you know, you got a little bit into... Uh, you know, everything that you've done has really just been based on, you know, something you had an idea for or something that you were passionate about for the next steps for the game. You know, staying sort of on the subject of when you started making it, what was the hardest part of the development for you uh, when you started making the game? Like, what was the biggest hurdle that you had to overcome? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, so one of the things is when I first started the game, uh, actually, what kind of prompted me to start it too is this new product had just come out called Silverlight. I don't know if you remember that, but it was a okay. it was basically a Microsoft competitor to Flash, so it was like a browser hmm. plugin. Sure. Um, and I first started making the game in Silverlight. That's kind of where the original name got its name. Warlight it was War and Silverlight. Gotcha. Um, so the first big challenge I had to face was when I decided I wanted to make this more of a big, broadly available thing. Um, it couldn't be in Silverlight. I mean, that was painfully obvious to me at the time. Mm. Silverlight was kind of dying. And so uh, the biggest challenge I had was porting the game from one language to another, which ended up porting it to Flash, which was a fine decision at the time. But then, of course, we all know how that ended. I ended up having to port it again ah. from Flash when Flash died. But now it's in yeah. pure JavaScript, so that's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> wow. So, so porting it each and every – so you had to port it at least two or three times, it seems like. Yeah, the game's been rewritten wow. twice now. Wow. Jeez, but that's that actually like... a good thing because each time you rewrite it, the product gets better. And gotcha. Uh, so it's it is in a much better place now than it was back in the early days. That's cool. You know, I I think uh, sort of for myself, I wanted to make sure I was answering or asking good questions because I know there's people that have played this game a lot longer than me. Um, but there's like some things that just kind of 
I, I just thought of that maybe you've answered in the past or maybe you haven't, but you know, some of the things that came to my mind was, you know, I know you're a, a one man show, uh, you know, for some reason I, I had this thought of what, what happens like if you were to pass on unexpectedly, would <laughs> Warzone just, would just die or do you have things in place? Or, I mean, do you consider selling the game in the future? You know, I just, these things that I wanted to ask sort of, maybe you can't answer, but <laughs> yeah, I certainly have no plans of selling it. Um, if I were to die, I hope somebody else would pick it up. Mm. Um, you know, hopefully if I die, I have an advanced warning and I can like, yeah, know, right. Of if, course. If I can find someone, that wants to take it. <laughs> if I can find someone that would take it up, I would just give it to them. Um, sure. if I couldn't, I would just open source it and like just publish it all and, and let anybody do gotcha. it what they want. Um, I, I don't have any plans on selling it. Like I love working on it. I hope to work on it the rest of my life. This is not kind of a, uh, you know, a quick flash in the pan type thing for me. This is something that mm. uh, I love working on and I've been fortunate enough to make it my full-time job. And if I can continue working on the rest of my life, I'll be happy with that. That's great. You know, I think, and obviously, you know, the lawsuit that that's going on right now is a big part of your life probably to some degree. And, and then obviously like you answered in the AMA recently, the judge put his everything on hold. And it's just been a lot, but what is, What's something that you've learned through that process of, of all that's been going on? Maybe something you didn't know before? Or, um, well, I certainly learned a lot about the legal process. But yeah, it was mm. a big part of my life back when I first got sued because sure. uh, I had to scramble and figure out what everything I was going to do about that. Thankfully, since then, it's just been kind of automatic. You know, the lawyers do most of the work and, and, and it's on pause now. So literally nothing's happening. So sure. it's kind of just a waiting game now. But yeah, it's... Um, it's been, you know, I'm not a legal expert. That's never an area mm. I never wanted to be in. I never wanted to be in a lawsuit to begin with. I like making games. If I had my choice, yeah. I would focus all my time on that. I don't want to have to deal with legal stuff and <laughs> lawyers and all that kind of stuff and contracts and all that kind of stuff. That's not the fun part of the job for me, but, you know, we all got to do parts of the job we don't like. <laughs> right, right, of course. So, you know, we kind of talked about a couple of things that are going on. Obviously, I think the, the one big thing, the mind-blowing update that everybody was so excited to hear about, you know, you released uh, this new information and people can actually get their hands on it with 3D Warzone. Uh, what are some of the things, I know you may be reviewed in the, in the AMA, but what are some of the things that you're really excited for with this update? Yeah. So 3D maps is just kind of a, it's been the big feature lately. It's, it's, it's all about just making the game look a little nicer and giving some mm -hmm. more depth to it, making it, instead of just being a flat map, it'll, uh, the territories right. will just pop out a little bit, extrude and give some depth. And I'm also giving the ability to map makers to define like hills and mountains and some more textures and stuff on the map to make them look nicer. Um, it's really just about, you know, the main map rendering engine that Warzone uses really hasn't changed since 2008. Like, I don't think I've mm. ever added a feature to it. I mean, okay, bonus links was a feature that came out, I think, like <laughs> six months after okay. the game came out, also back in 2008. Since bonus links were added, nothing's really been added to the main game, which gotcha. is kind of a shame. Um, you know, that's kind of what I do when I'm determining a new feature is I look at the parts of the game that maybe uh, haven't gotten much love and need some refurbishment. And so... The main map rendering code is getting its its day in the sun. Nice. <laughs> well, I think I think it's really awesome to see all of the op opportunities and ways that people can be even more creative now with, 
you know, the, the tools that you're giving them. And I think that's such a great part of what makes Warzone so unique. Yeah. Uh, you know, Absolutely. with, with yeah. everything that you give to the creators for the game. I love enabling players to uh, do their own, whether it's, you know, making maps or even making templates or making their own levels. Um, you know, that's kind of the mantra of what Warzone's about. It's, it's, I've created what I call a customizable engine and then players can come in and, and make it whatever they want. And that's kind of a double-edged sword because hmm. they can make something great and they can also make something terrible. I'm sure we've all seen some terrible sure. apps or levels or things that <laughs> exist. But, um, you know, as long as there's a good filtering mechanism, we can have the good stuff bubble to the top. And I think that's part, and you know, just a community in general and all the stuff they've created is part of what makes this game so great. And I'm really appreciative to the community for that. That's awesome. And I, I, I think... Um you know, that kind of goes into something that I learned on your last AMA, which is uh, user voice. I just, I don't know how I didn't hear about it or find it before, mm. but I, I figured I, I would ask, or maybe if you could even just share a little bit for people maybe that are new to the game or have played the game and just never found it. Uh, tell us a little bit about user voice and how that uh, helps us communicate with yourself for things that you know, work inside of Warzone. Yeah, absolutely. I love I love hearing from the community. And um, well, the thing I hear most often from the community is feature requests. You know, like people mail me and they want to be able to do X or Y or Z. Uh, and that's yeah. great to hear. Uh, it's just kind of hard to keep it all organized, right? Because mm-hmm. if I'm getting 100 mails a day, I don't get 100 mails a day, but maybe if I get, you know. Sure. <laughs> I think if user voice didn't exist, I might get 100 mails a day. So, you know, that's kind of overwhelming. It's too much for me to really sort through and filter through and see. So user voice is a way where people can submit an idea, then other people can vote on them. Uh, And that's really useful for me for understanding what the community really wants, because uh, it allows, you know, to categorize and put into votes rather than having me get 100 mails and try to sort through how many of them map to what feature requests. The community can basically do that on their own where they can make the ideas and then vote for them. And then I can just go in and look at the top ideas. And so mm. it's really useful for me. And, and I definitely use that when I'm deciding what features to add. I look yeah. at how many votes that feature has. That's, that's right. one point of input. It's not the only thing that goes sure. to determine what happens next, but it is a source of, uh, it's, it influences the decision. That's excellent. Yeah. And I just, I, I figured I'd give you an opportunity to sort of share that again, because I thought that was a really good piece that you shared in your, one of your last AMAs. Uh, what is something, you know, beyond maybe user voice or some of the things we've already talked about that a lot of players wouldn't know that you would want them to know? It's mm, a good question. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably come up with a bunch of ideas if I thought about it longer. I mean, I know I mentioned in the AMA yesterday, or no, it wasn't yesterday. It was a few days ago. But um, the, yeah. there's a feature called tabs in the Unity app. So if you're on iOS or Android, you can have tabs. I don't know if a lot of people know about that feature. You can go in the settings and enable it. Uh, it is a member-only feature, so you have to be a member. But if you have it, it allows you to have different pages of the app open simultaneously. And you can kind of switch between them. That's a feature I'm not sure many people know about. I don't hear many people talking about that. I think mm. it's really useful, and, and I don't see many people talking about it. So I feel like people don't know. It, it's kind of buried in the settings, admittedly. Sure. Um, let's see. What but else it's a useful feature. About? Yeah, it's useful. Um, I don't know. I don't know what people know about and what people don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. What I guess and then maybe uh, another question I had for you. You know, what's maybe a because you give so much creativity to the user base, what's something that you would like to personally see made in a, either like a mod or like a map 
Like what is something like, oh, that'd be cool if somebody came up with that? Yeah, I definitely have a lot of mod ideas. Um, in fact, once, um, once I'm done with 3D maps, that's going to be put much of my focus. I'm going to, I will have a big plan mm. for the modding system. Um, and I want to see it expanded. I want to see mods become more integrated with the game. Um, you know, I have mm. this dream for a world where you can't even tell if a feature is from a mod or part of the base game. It should be that seamlessly integrated. Gotcha. Um, and I want to see, I want to see a lot of the functionality we even have now moved into mods. And I want to see mods available to more than just members. I want to see them available for everyone and be, you know, an integrated part of the game that people, I mean, it's kind of taking customization to the next level, right? Hmm. Because today when you create a game, you have lots of customization options without mods, but it's still only things that I produce. Whereas to go entirely the next level, if we have a whole bunch of mod creators writing code, uh, there's going to be, you know, an order of magnitude, more customization options. Which sure. that's really exciting to me too, because then you know people can surprise me with new features rather than me surprising yeah. the community. Right, and giving them again, like you've you've always seemed to do, is just more you know tools to the creators inside of the game, which I think is you know a big part of what you've obviously, like we've said multiple times now, a big part of Warzone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I wanted to ask you a question about idle because uh and i and this is just you know negativity that i've probably heard but (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of talk around you know idle being the the money maker for you but after watching the last live stream i saw you click on the draft army like all of us do when we see it in the (laughs) in the map right like i saw you do it and i was like he's actually like he's playing the game just like everybody else is so like how much how much do you really enjoy idle and what are i other idle games you play if if that's the case yeah i definitely enjoy idle uh and i've played a whole bunch of idle games and i like a lot of them and you know i've always wanted to make one i've been playing them for so many years now uh you know i got started back in the day with clicker heroes and nice uh, um i can't uh, add cap what is it those are kind of the old school ones and cookie clicker sure. and all that stuff that kind of got me into the yeah. genre. And I've played a whole bunch over the years. And every time I play them, I think, man, this is so much fun. I just can't wait to get back, get more stuff and reinvest it. And so uh, I finally had the idea of, I've been wanting to make one. I finally had the idea to use Warzone maps, which again, comes back to the community has created all these amazing maps for Warzone. I'm like, yeah. hey, I could just turn those into an idle level. Um, and really the mm. hard part was figuring out the algorithm and generating levels once I figured that mm. out, the rest of the game just kind of came together around that. Uh, and yeah, I do right. really enjoy it. And uh, I know you mentioned there's some negativity around it. And I think I think some of that comes from the fact that anytime you make a game or a community, or you take a community and you add a second game onto it, um, sure. there's going to be some people that like the first game, there's going to be some people that like the second game, and there's going to be some people mm. that like both. Um, and you have one community just kind of bolted together with two games. Yeah, you're going to see some negativity both ways, but that's totally okay. There's plenty of people that like Idol, but not Classic, too. Um, you know, mm. it's just, we kind of have two communities bolted together, if that makes sense. Yeah, right. Right, and I think that's, I mean, in a way, you know, with the the VR capabilities that, you know, this that you're, you know, potentially going to be having in the future for Warzone, it's almost this whole other animal that could come to be <laughs> right another yeah. sense of another community and as i've been going through these interviews and talking to all these different people you know you have single player community you have a diplomacy community you have a competitive community you have this idle community and 
you know, with, with all of these different groups, how do you find is the best way to, to sort of manage trying to make all of them as happy as possible, uh, but maybe just maintaining your, your overall, even just vision for the game? Yeah, that is a challenge. Um, and part of Warzone's probably biggest challenge, in my opinion, is that I'm just stretched so thin because uh, mm. I have, as you said, all these different communities. They all want me to code a feature for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some people get really angry when I can't drop everything to work on their feature. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just par for the territory. Everybody's got their own things. And um, sure. so it is a challenge. Uh, and really, I just got to do the best I can. I just got to figure out what increases the maximum enjoyment for the maximum number of people. That's my goal. Yeah. No, I mean, that makes sense uh, from that perspective. What, uh, tell me, tell me a little bit about, you know, your, your thoughts sort of, I'm all over the place, but I think that's just how I tend to interview. (laughs) Uh, When I think about, you know, these different communities, you know, I've been learning so much more about the competitive community and I think that's a really big part of the player base that's inside of Warzone that I more than I even, you know, realize. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts as far as, you know, Clan Wars or even Clan League or some of the tournaments? Uh, you know, have you participated in any or what is your level? Because I know you still play competitive. You're not much of a Diplo player, I think I remember you saying. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, I play I play 1v1s multiple every day. I mean, that's that's my favorite play, okay. way to play Warzone. Um, you know, I'm not a big Diplo player. I don't play a lot of single player classic anymore. Um, okay. Those things don't, uh, single player classic to me is kind of boring at this point, but multiplayer is really fun. And actually I think it's pretty amazing that I've been making this game for 14 years and still to this day, I love playing multiplayer games. And (laughs) I don't think a lot of game makers can say that. Like, I feel like most people that work on the same thing over and over, tend to get bored of it, but it's still totally fun for me. I play quick matches every day. Um, and I like, you know, that's the way I like to play is competitive one V ones just against other people and usually quick games. I think that's the bread yeah. and butter. Um, and those mm. are the most popular games in Warzone. When I look at the stats, like small earth, okay. One V one, uh, auto disc and manual disc are the two most important, uh, uh, um, uh, popular. Most played. Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. So, I guess you know there's been there's been just staying on the competitive subject because I know there, I have a fair amount of listeners that come from that background. You know what would you say has really stood out to you? You know from all of the the player made leagues and and cups and all of those things. Is there anything that you've competed in that you felt was kind of the the premier league of of all of them? Do you feel that Clan Wars is currently in that spot, or is there something else that you feel is is the sort of holds that position for competitive war zone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I see, you know, clan league is very popular um, for the, the 1% of the most elite players. Like that's kind of what they flock to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't participated in clan league particularly mostly because I don't want to join one of the clans because I want to stay kind of neutral. So I kind of just made my gotcha. own clan uh, and we're not super competitive, sure. you know, but, but um so I haven't participated in them directly, but I definitely love to see that. I love to go in and watch the top games and, and analyze the high strategy. To me, that's really fun. Mm. But uh, I don't participate the, in the super high level myself. You know, I'll play in tournaments, and, and I used to play in the ladder a lot. So I'll do that okay. stuff, but I don't go to the, the high-end stuff. 
Gotcha. Yeah, I saw that you had placed first in the one v one ladder. Yeah. Not gonna. You, is that a? Did that take a lot of work to get to that point, or was um, that pretty? Uh... I mean, I played. I I don't know how much work it was. I played in all the first like, several seasons. Um, I think it was less competitive back then. So I don't know if okay. I could win a season now, but I think I won like season four. Um, and that always tends to be okay. how a new feature starts, right? When it's brand new, sure. people are still discovering it. People are still figuring it out. Um, and so I, I was lucky to get a season win in back when they were a little bit easier. So I don't know if I could do that today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen some of these guys. They're just so skilled. Yeah, absolutely. People you know, are amazing. They, they spend a lot of time. Sometimes people, game. sometimes people ask me, do you ever lose your game? And I'm like, of course. <laughs> There's some people out there that are ridiculously good. And my, um, my girlfriend has a niece and she's like, how can you lose your own game? She just like, can't understand that. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, you know, and obviously you've, you've probably got so many stories. And after 14 years with this game, which probably sounds crazy to say out loud, what what are some of your favorite memories that you could share, you know, as a whole uh, for, for Warzone? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, the most fun times are always launching a new feature and seeing people experience mm. it. Um, and, you know, I've been lucky enough to do that pretty much continuously. I, I, I work on a very short iterations time. I try to do an update every three weeks, although normally I think the average is much higher than that. But, um, you know, the bigger the feature, the more fun it is. So, like, you know, releasing Idol was a lot of fun to see people tackle that for mm. the first time. Um, doing the big Warzone update when we switched over to Unity, uh, that was a lot of fun just to see everyone experience all those new features. You know, Quick Match was new, mods were new, uh, commerce games and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, yeah, it's really fun for me to launch a new feature and just see everyone dive into it and read the feedback. It's great. You know, I, I, I think uh, just some of the memories that I've made, even playing with my friends and, and meeting new people on here and the stories that have been coming out of it and, and talking to all these people, you know, I think I can speak for the whole community and say thanks, you know, for these last 14 years. And we're looking forward to, you know, the future years of Warzone and all the new things uh, that are coming out. So thank you for making it. And, uh, you know, thank you for being on the podcast with me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone in the community, for uh, enjoying the game. I'm, I'm glad everyone enjoys it, and it's uh, I'm glad to be here. Great. Well, thank you all for listening, and uh, we will definitely be keeping you guys posted as we continue to interview more people inside of Warzone. Uh, feel free to check out Warzone if you haven't already at www.warzone.com. And uh, hopefully we'll find you in the game and join us for the next episode. Thanks for listening, everybody.